Okay, are we good here? Okay, we are. Um, gonna get my co-host up in here. Just give me a second while I get my uh, co-host to join, and then we will. Would you quiet down, cat? Sorry about that. Um, uh, but just give me a second. Waiting on my co-host here. Uh, we, we're gonna do just one episode a week, but we decided to start moving back towards a second two episode a week schedule. Um, so we just decided to go ahead and do another episode this week. But just bear with me here. Any minute now. Any minute now. <laughs> ah, here's my co-host. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Elevated Ones. And today, my co-host Riley and I are going to be talking about... Um, Pros and cons of paranormal investigation and uh, as well as, um, you know, just safety tips and how to be safe. Yes. So, Riley, would you like to start with the with the pros and I would give you cons to the pros? Yes. OK, so the first pro I would like to state for paranormal research would be that you finally that if you do enough of it and you witness enough things, you finally can know once and for all 100% that there is more out there than just this physical universe. Now, the con to this would be that some of these things may be hard for some to handle, like the weak of heart. Um, you know, this, this field isn't just for anybody. No, it is not. It's for people who, who dedicate themselves to it and can handle it. And it's a lot of work. You have to work yourself up a lot to be able to handle some of the things because some things you see really are not pleasant. But some things, honestly, guys, mostly pro. You learn so many new things. It's a beautiful adventure. It really is. Now, the second pro I would like to state is that if you are tend to be more, if you tend to be afraid of uh, the unknown or paranormal then doing some at least light paranormal investigation and research can basically cure that because you learn that there's no real reason to have an innate fear of the paranormal because not everything is out to get you. No. Um, I would say that the con to this is that sometimes people don't get over these fears and they, um, well, they think that they have it all under control and they don't and then they end up somewhere investigating something happens and then they're scared to death absolutely that is a definite huge con and i've seen it happen to quite a few people it's never a pleasant thing to witness but the next pro of like state would be that is it is just straight up one of the most enjoyable hobbies there is like this is just a general straight up in my opinion is one of the best pros of the hobby is it is the most, one of the most enjoyable hobbies you can have. It doesn't take up all of your time. 
but it can be time-consuming enough that you can just sit and research this stuff all day. Yeah, it's well. I think that if you're like me and Riley, once you once you're introduced to this world, you fall in love with it, and it's honestly all you want to do and look up. It really. But however, the con the con to this is it's it's very enjoyable enjoyable hobby, but it's also a highly dangerous hobby if you don't know what you're doing. Yes, and please, may, may I? Um, May I note real quick, uh, please ignore any animal noises you hear in the background. My neighbor's dogs are being very loud. Continue. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You're fine. Um, but it, it can be very, um, it's, it's an amazing hobby, but it can be highly dangerous if you don't yes, know what you're doing. Um, things, if you don't know how to cleanse yourself properly, um, Things can attach themselves to you and make your life a living hell. Yes, they can. But, but, um, honestly, just stay safe out there, which we will get into later in this episode. Yes, we will. Take it away, Riley. Okay, now the next pro I would like to state would be the knowledge you can gain from this is really interesting. Uh, you can just, you can gain a lot of knowledge from this hobby in multiple ways. I would say a, uh, a con to that would be you might discover things you don't want. You don't want to Absolutely. discover. Absolutely, you can very easily discover things that you definitely wish you'd never know. Yeah, I mean, although although uncovering certain things may bring you like relief and you may learn new things, some things honestly you just want to leave alone and make sure that before you go hunting anything, you research. For a few months, at least, what you're hunting. Absolutely. Before you go into any location, you go look for any specific entity, research it for, I would say, minimum of a month, an absolute bare minimum of a month before you do anything. I cannot stress this enough. Research, 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 research. It's the best way to avoid. Because you have to, you have to know what you're going after. You can't just jump in there. I mean, okay, for example, one time um, I thought I knew what I was messing with, and I didn't because spirits and entities, they can play tricks, and they can they can make themselves act something like something they're not. Absolutely. Like, a lot of cases, you know? like, a lot of times they, especially negative, more negative entities will disguise themselves. As, yes, like as old, um, as um, passed away family members, and they can talk like them. Uh, they look just like them, sound just like them, whatever. They'll lure you they in. They can emit odors just like them, like their old perfume. They try to get you to. So they, they they get you to trust them, and then they just turn on you because they're usually not what they seem. Now, I'm not saying that actual contact with dead loved ones doesn't happen because it does. It can legitimately happen. Every day. But I'm just also want it to be known that negative entities can and will disguise themselves as past loved ones. Yes. And another pro uh, that I would like to bring up is 
is that you now this may kind of just seem like this this may <laughs> now in my opinion this is just a personal pro for me this may not be for everyone but this is and it making it seem kind of silly but honestly after you are into paranormal investigation for long enough you <laughs> you just get to sit back and laugh at how it's portrayed in Hollywood and point out all the inaccuracies like you just go watching paranormal movies and point out inaccuracies all day and that's just a little bit of a personal pro for me but <laughs> another one they um see ghosts normally do not want to be caught on camera. No, they do not. Well, when these um I'm not I'm not like dissing any paranormal show or anything. I'm just saying that sometimes they stage these things. Oh, absolutely. A lot of the big ones are staged. Yes, but but, but I mean we're not dissing. We're just saying absolutely. that a lot. I mean a lot of times spirits don't want caught on camera. If they are. You'll wake up the next day, and that footage will be automatically gone. Yes, if you caught something on camera that doesn't want to be caught on camera, you'll know about it. You will know if it didn't want you to catch it on camera, that's for sure. You will know. I've experienced this myself before in my earlier days of investigation. Things that were obviously right in a picture just disappear. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah. But the way that uh, spirits can manipulate technology. But anyway, uh, now you, I'd like to switch things up a little bit here. You state a con, and then I'll state the opposite. Hmm. Okay. Um, a con would definitely be okay. You get home from an investigation. You sit down, within a few days, things start getting weird around your house. Maybe saying, maybe, um, maybe you shut a door and it opens, or whatever. You've brought this home to your family. Oh yeah, that is a definite con. You can easily bring things in on your family, in on your house that you don't want, certainly don't want to be there. But honestly? Yes, and may I add, May I add to this? If you, you know, when, okay, you know how like certain haunted locations have like gift shops? Oh, absolutely. Well, the ones that don't, and if it's closed and abandoned, and if you take like, oh, a brick or something home with you, I just hope you know that there is a high possibility that, that someone has attached itself, itself to that brick. Absolutely. Don't go removing things from haunted locations. It's a lesson you will quickly quickly learn the hard way like have you guys not seen the movies just don't do it yeah i mean <laughs> things are very rare, rarely actually like the movies but that is one scenario that is relatively similar don't remove items from haunted locations now honestly there believe it or not there is honestly almost a way you can turn this into a pro <laughs> uh there's two there's <laughs> I guess you could say two ways, but the main way is that you can gain a lot of experience and you can learn how to deal with things quickly. If you were to do right. something like that, you can learn how to deal with it by experience. And as well as... can be enough, but there's nothing better than actual experience. Exactly. Yeah, you can go state another con. Um, I would say a con, uh, paranormal investigation... 
would be if you don't have friends to do it with. <laughs> Absolutely. It can it is always you should you should better. never mainly it's always you should never go you should never go anywhere, any any location at all ever alone. No, you should never go to any location alone. It's always and not, infinitely safer even with just one more person to look after you. And not and not even because of like spirits and stuff. Sometimes homeless people like like, like arresting in these areas, and they will attack you. Yeah, people. You know, see, like usually that's one thing. I am almost always, depending on the location I'm visiting, almost always more afraid of the people in the area than the spirits. Yeah, it's it's the living you gotta fear, people. It's, it really is. It's the living you gotta fear, not the dead. Um, that's yeah. I don't honestly. Let me see here. How could this be turned into a pro? <laughs> uh, um, you can certainly have. I mean, if huh? <laughs> well, I mean, you can certainly have some. Uh, back uh, bit of a. Okay, so in my earlier days of paranormal investigating, I mm, was not known to obey that rule at all. I would more often than not go out alone because half the people I knew back then are more, oh no, I'd say three-fourths of the people I knew back then didn't even believe in anything paranormal. So I had nobody to go with, basically. So I was, was very bad to go out alone and get myself into situations that I still to this day regret getting myself into. Um, well, that's an issue. Give me a minute. Just a minute here. Let me figure out what's going on. Terribly sorry, terribly sorry. I lost you there for a second. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Uh, at least you're back now. Did... Did you hear me? Uh, no, I did not. You didn't say anything. I got a call. I, I got a phone call. I'm terribly oh, sorry. Yeah, you, it is fine. Uh, anyway, continue on what I was saying. Uh, I was very bad to <laughs> obey that rule. Most of the uh, investigations I went on in my earlier days of investigating were solo. And, oh, boy, I got myself into a lot of situations I really, really wish I hadn't have gotten myself into. But Right. And again, I guess you could say almost if you almost the same as the last con, it can give you it can teach valuable lessons the the hard way if you happen to do it. If you do go out solo and something goes yeah. wrong, it can teach valuable lessons the hard way. I am not endorsing solo investigation. Don't do it. No. I'm just saying no. it can teach you valuable lessons. It certainly taught me some things. <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> another con. Now these cons, guys, aren't meant to turn you against paranormal investigation because it's the best. I personally, Riley, and I think that this is the best thing in the world. Absolutely. It's just honestly, it's just so you know what you're getting yourself into. Exactly, we want to educate you. That's the entire purpose of this podcast is to educate people. There are specifically our main audience is directed at people who are new to paranormal investigating, but anyone who is interested. Uh, as a whole, yes. but we want to educate you. We want you to know exactly what you're getting yourself into if you are interested in the hobby. It is 
one of the, if not the most rewarding hobbies in the world, one of the most enjoyable, the most amazing hobbies out there, but we just want you to know yeah. everything you could possibly get yourself into. Right. So I guess, with that being said, how about instead of all the pros and cons now, how about we move on over to safety tips? Absolutely. Now, uh, assuming we have Amazing. How about you start us off? Okay, so assuming we uh, haven't accidentally scared anyone out of the hobby, which I really hope we haven't, uh, we, uh, we're now going to give some basic tips on how to be safe whilst paranormal investigating. Now, the main first tip I would like to state is do not, under any circumstances, ever provoke anything. Don't use, no. ex- don't, uh, use explicit language when talking to them. Treat them like you would a random stranger on the street is always what I tell you. Yeah. I don't... Um, as well, Matt? Yes. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Sorry, Riley. Um, as well, like, if you're going into this spirit's home, don't come in kicking things, throwing things, because this is their home. No one... You don't want somebody coming into your home, kicking and throwing things. Exactly. Don't, like, don't mess... Try not to mess with anything in the house unless you have to, because you know what? Once you would not... Do the same thing in a living person's home, would you? No. Unless you're. All right. My bad, Riley. You may continue. <laughs> As I was saying, uh, don't. Now this should be obvious, but there are some people. You would be surprised at the amount of people that need to hear this. Don't try to make deals. Don't. No. Don't. Just don't. Enough said. <laughs> That's enough said. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just, just don't. <laughs> uh, you have you have do you have any tips you would like to state? Um, always okay. If you're bringing a camera, make sure you bring. If it takes batteries, your whatever, bring extra batteries. Make sure your phone's fully charged. Turn your phone off unless you need it because spirits they drain energy out of things. Uh, they use that as kind of as like a a power source in a way. Um, make sure you always take flashlights. Um, anything like that. You just need that. Oh, yes, you do. Always take flashlights. Always, no matter what, always bring multiple extras. Uh, if you have whatever your equipment is, if your equipment uses rechargeable batteries, bring multiples that are fully charged. If you use disposables, bring multiple sets because you're more than likely, especially if you're at the, uh, loca- on location for an extended period of time, you're gonna need them. Yes, and if, and if you don't want to carry all this around, leave it at nerve system. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, like, if, for some of you who don't know what nerve system is, say you have, like, you're at this haunted house. It's like the, it's like, uh, it's like some people, like, put, like, a gazebo out in the yard. Yeah. And there's a table under it, and they put all their stuff. That's kind of like nerve system, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. What is another safety tip? Um, I think we already went over not going alone. Yes, we. But for a safety tip, I would definitely say bring a first aid kit. Like I know that sounds like (laughs) school nurse, but honestly, if you fall and scrape your knee, there's all kinds of bacteria in old places like this. Uh, You need some neosporin. Especially if you're in a more, especially if you're in a more remote area. Like, we are, there's a lot of ways you can hurt yourself. 
and more uh, more often than not, you're gonna at least once. So you're gonna need it. It's always safe and sorry. Just a little tiny ten dollar pocket first aid kit from Walmart will do you. It doesn't have to be like a yeah. giant bag you buy off of some prepping website or some crap. Just a tiny little like a few bandages, um, some uh, uh, antiseptic cream, things like that, tweezers. Yeah. Anything like that. Like, maybe an ace bandage. Like, that's all you need. You don't need to get anything, like, you don't need too much. Like, just the necessaries. And, I don't, yeah, and also, I would just, I would just like to add, uh, um, also, now, this, this isn't really safe tips, but I would like to say, whenever you go on a paranormal investigation, try not to smoke, like, and this might sound gross, don't wear deodorant, don't wear any colognes. Because you want to be able to smell the the odors that the spirits emit. Absolutely. Because sometimes Absolutely. they they do. Yes, they do. Uh, if you if, uh, we talked about that in further detail in our first episode. Yeah. So if you want to know more about that, please refer to our other our first episode. And of course, Google or well, I wouldn't recommend Google. I would more recommend a private search engine. But whatever search engine you use is your best friend when it comes to paranormal research. Uh, Yes. But I would also like to state, and this may, again, seem obvious, but you, you would all be surprised at the amount of people that would not think of it, shockingly. Um, no offense to anyone, of course. Always packed. <laughs> Fresh water. You're going to need it. Because usually on when you're on your location, you're going to be moving around a lot, you're going to be active, you're going to get, you're going to need water. And don't just bring a yeah. little bottle, like bring more, bring enough for everybody. To use the entire time that you're there. And also, it's... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know where I was going with that. But anyway, uh, if you have any more tips that you'd like to state, go ahead. Um, well, uh, I would like to say... Always, always, always... Make sure that there's at least two... To five people with you. Yes. And while while you're conducting this, don't goof off. No. You need to be quiet. Don't don't. Um, I wouldn't recommend talking unless you needed to, because you want to hear certain sounds. I mean, spirits knock on things. They move things. You can hear footsteps sometimes. Absolutely. You want to be able to hear this stuff, and you can't do that if you're talking and giggling and goofing off. Absolutely, and this is also, uh, this is really helpful if you're doing any EVP sessions while you're there. Yeah. Because sometimes the I wouldn't recommend very subtle, and you just, you want to be able to hear. Yeah, I wouldn't, I would not recommend using any apps on any phones, because sometimes things like that get spooky. If you're going to do it, Get the real stuff. Get get the EVP meter. It's way safer. Get yourself. Uh, get yourself an EMF, an EMF detector. That my personal list of beginner's equipment would be an uh, EMF detector, an EVP recorder, a flashlight, a uh, if you can afford it. Now, if you can't, it's not really necessary. But if you can afford it, a thermal camera can be helpful. But if you can't afford it, then yeah. it's not really that necessary. You can investigate just fine without it. It just can be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also recommend having a, a just mid-quality little digital camera that it doesn't really matter if it gets broken to take with you. Right. And that's what I would recommend right. for the absolute beginner. 
to have on you at all times. And again, please ignore any background noise. Terribly sorry about that. I live in a very noisy area. You live... Yeah, Riley lives right next to the train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly convenient. So, with all that being said, do you have anything else you want to add, Riley? Um, let's see here. Anything else? Uh... Also... Uh, now this is just, uh, I mean, this I suppose this could count technically as a safety ship. Um, like I said, like we said before, entities uh, can disguise themselves as whatever they want, especially uh, more negative entities. But uh, what I want to, now this is something I touched on quite a bit in the first episode, but I want to state it again because. Eh, <laughs> How do I word this? Not everything... Uh, there's a lot of things... There's a few things out there that can be mistaken for demons that aren't demons. So just yeah. be, be aware. But there's also some things that don't... Something that doesn't look like a demon might be a demon. So you can go... You always have to be careful. Always be careful no matter what entity you're talking to. Always respect the entity. Uh, and Again, treat it like you would any other stranger. Um, just try to be as respectful as possible. Don't, just, you never know what you, you never really know what you're getting yourself into. Eh. I don't know. That's, that's all I have to state tonight. Um, next week, uh, we're going to have a very, very special guest um, talking about his experiences he's had and, um, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. And we are, going to, shoot, find our we are going to be shooting for longer episodes starting next week as well. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd just like the episodes to be a little bit longer. We're going to be shooting for that next starting next week with our episode on cryptids. Yes, absolutely. Um, we will probably begin shooting for cryptids right after our special guest comes. Um, also, if you would like... To be a special guest on our show, just go to our Instagram and DM us. Absolutely. Instagram, Twitter, any of our social medias, DM us. And also, uh, if you have any questions for us, uh, DM me right away. DM us. We will uh, answer any questions you have. If we get enough, we may even end up doing a Q&A episode at some point in time further down the line. But if you have any questions, don't hesitate to message us. Absolutely. So I guess this concludes our episode today. This concludes the episode. My name is Riley Stoniker. And this is Weston Dallas. Stay elevated, y'all.